Are you showing self-compassion or self-pity? And is there a difference? In today's episode, I'm going to show you that there is a big difference between the two. You get to decide which will support and love you to all your dreams for your life and which one holds you back. I bet you can guess which is which. I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. Self-pity sounds like, my life is really hard. My situation is so unfair. I have it rough. I don't have enough. I am not enough. I have way too much to do. Poor me. It's not right. No one should have to do this kind of life. I don't know how. When someone is caught in self-pity, they feel sorry for themselves. They feel judgmental, jealous, or threatened by other people. They are resentful of the situations or of the people in their lives. They become irrational and often really mean. Self-pity disconnects you from yourself and others. And it makes you want to stay stuck and closed off to others from allowing any type of help. Now, you may not hang out in self-pity very often, but it's important to recognize when it does show up. It's a very destructive and painful trap. When I was a young mom, I found myself in this painful trap more often than I'd like to admit. It is true that taking care of little kids day after day is a lot of work. But I added resentment, judgment of myself, and disconnection to the mix. I felt stuck in my situation, and I didn't allow others to help me. Or even if I did let them help me, I didn't recognize it as what I really needed because I was stuck in self-pity. Those kind of thoughts didn't help my situation get any better. Nothing changed. If I had only known about self-compassion back then, I would have enjoyed those sweet kids of mine so much more. That's one of the reasons I want to get the message out about self-compassion. Things are hard, but our hard things can become easier and lighter when we learn to think in a different way. Now, let's compare self-pity to self-compassion. Self-compassion is curious, empowering, accepting, empathetic, kind, motivated, and open. I'd like to talk a little bit about each one of those. Self-compassion is curious. Do you really have to do everything you're telling yourself you have to do? Or do you actually choose to do them? 
When I really looked at this, when I was first defining my priorities, I found out that most of what I was doing was because I really wanted to. They were important things to me. They were my priorities. But I had chosen to look at them as something that I had to do. It was just a little tweak in that process of I was still doing the same things, but I saw them as something I wanted to do rather than something that I had to do. So take a look at what you get to do every day. Get curious and ask yourself, do I have to do this thing or do I really want to? What would be a good reason that I might actually want to do it? Get curious, ask yourself some questions and see what you come up with. Right, self-compassion is empowering. When you're having a hard time, ask yourself, What's wrong, my friend? When you tell yourself it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling, like afraid or scared or sad, it actually changes the intensity of the emotion. You feel a bit stronger and able to feel capable of being sad, for example. You've done it before and you know that it's not going to last forever. You actually have more control over these times when you feel scared or whatever emotion we're talking about, then you realize. An example of this is when you watch a scary movie. Have you ever seen a scary scene in a movie without the scary music? It doesn't seem scary at all. It's the music that creates the feeling inside of you. The thoughts we tell ourselves do the same thing. You change your thoughts and you'll change the way you're feeling. Feel what you're feeling. And if you want to change the thoughts that created the feeling, you can totally do that. That's how self-compassion can be empowering. Right? Self-compassion is accepting. It's not like giving up, but more able to look at what's happening with a positive spin on it. Instead of focusing on the problem, you can choose to focus on the solution. Like, what is this trying to teach me? And what do I want to be in this situation? Self-compassion is also empathetic. You recognize the hard things and are there for yourself to listen to how you're feeling. We easily do this for others. When someone is going through a hard time and you show up for them, pay attention to how you talk to them, then learn to do that for yourself. How can you give yourself more empathy when you're going through something that's hard? Now you understand yourself better than anyone else does. You know the whole story of what's going on. Let yourself talk to yourself in that same kind of way and then listen. Self-compassion is kind. When you are kinder to yourself, you are able to notice that even when things are hard, you are able to find things that are good, even in the bad situations. You don't beat yourself up when you're in one of those hard times. Self-compassion helps you get to a place of gratitude. You are more capable to talk to yourself in a kind way when pity tries to break through and take over. Now, self-compassion is also motivating. 
a self-compassionate person is more able to move forward. You become more able to find solutions and figure things out. When you treat yourself with compassion, you also can see more creative solutions. Self-compassion is also open. You are ready for help from yourself and from others. You become a better listener to yourself and others. This makes it so what you truly need will find you because you're open and you're looking for it. How can you move from self-pity to self-compassion? Which one feels like a better place to spend your time? Now, the burdens of life come, sometimes in ways we don't feel like will ever end, but we don't let them stay there when we are self-compassionate. When you turn the compassion you have for everyone else inward, you become a person that is more curious, empowered, accepting, empathetic, kind, motivated, and open. Try making it a goal that you are constantly working on. Become more compassionate with yourself. When you mess up, and you will, be compassionate then too. Start treating yourself with compassion, and you will become even better at being compassionate with others. Right before I leave you today, I'd like to ask you to leave me a review on this podcast. Just scroll down a bit from where you pushed play to listen on your phone today, and then just choose how many stars you'd like to leave me. And if you have a few more minutes, go down just a bit more and leave me a written review. Tell others what you'd like about this podcast. This helps others join our little community and we can all become overburdened no more together. Thanks for joining me today. And please remember, I see you. I know how hard you're trying and I'd like to help however I can. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you back here again next week. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful, and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day, and I'll talk with you again next week.